Let's see if <laughs> Chiquito has anything to say. No, don't bite it. Ah, don't bite it, I said. He just wants to eat it. He has no... Oh, no. He... It, seems like he has no idea what this is i mean he's a cat so i can't say i'm surprised like he's not going to be knowledgeable but he just wants to eat it i'm sure you could hear him sniff a little bit he is so cute hey let's take it easy he's so very playful i think that got him into the mood to to want to play because now he's got his paws at me, like he's trying to grab something, and his tail is wagging a little bit. He kind of reminds me of a ah no, hey, he grabbed my kneecap with his paws, <laughs> and oh no, stop! Fun fact about me, I'm actually ticklish on my kneecaps. Um, don't know why, don't know how, but it's possible. His paws like brushed up on my knees. And I almost, like, need him in the face. Like, I almost kicked him. <laughs> um, he just stared at me like, well, bitch, what did you say? What did you say? No, but he's so adorable. He's so cute. He's so lovable, too. Like, he loves to brush up on, well, he brushes up on my leg. And he licked the back of my leg earlier. But I am low-key allergic to cats. And so it kind of, that little patch that he licked got irritated. But it's okay. It was something small. He's so cute. Man, I'm such a cat lady now. It's <laughs> a little astounding. Because not even gonna, okay, not even gonna lie. I did used to say I hate cats. And hate is a strong word, but I feel like... A lot of the things that I would see about cats were negative, and because I had never really interacted with cats myself, because I didn't have any family members or anything that had them for me to interact with them, it was just like all these negative stereotypes. And you know, it's okay that they exist, because negative stereotypes, I feel like, exist for anything and everything under the sun, or even if it's not under the sun, but whatever. I'm sure you're picking up what I'm putting down but i don't know i just had like a bad uh concept idea of cats i thought i always thought they were cute but i always also thought that they were feisty and mean and i had always adored dogs for being cute and lovable but while there are dogs that are very cute and lovable there are dogs that are also very feisty and mean it's usually the little ones they have like all this pent-up anger and i don't understand why because i feel like cats are generally the same size well okay cats come in all different shapes and sizes yes but there are a lot of cats that are smaller maybe not as small as like say some chihuahuas and things are because i feel like those are stereotypically the feisty dogs but i have met a chihuahua or two that was like really sweet and nice although i feel like that's a bit of a rarity but anyway that's well i was gonna say that's besides the point but the point that i was getting to is like 
I feel like cats and the small dogs are pretty similar in size. So it's a bit, I don't know, it kind of gets me thinking, like, why is it always the small dogs that are always so feisty? Do they try to make up for their size and, like, their bark? Like, it's a defense mechanism because they're so easy to overpower. But cats just have that confidence, I think. I don't, I haven't met too many cats in my life, but are there shy cats? There has to be a shy cat out there. Same way that they're shy people and bold people, assertive people. There are assertive and bold cats and perhaps even shy cats. Although I can't attest to that because I've never met one. So, hmm, something to think about, at least for me. Do you have a shy cat? Have you ever met a shy cat? I mean, if the cat is shy, how easy would it be to meet and greet it? you know i don't know <laughs> but like that could just be the personality of the cat that you adopted although i i i don't know i've never heard of a shy cat but i'm sure that they exist out there the world is vast and there's so much to explore for me especially as someone who hasn't who feels like they haven't explored much oh there's so much to explore, so many things to see, so many people to meet, so many animals to meet. Like a shy cat. I would love to meet a cat who's shy, but they love me. It would just make me feel like a different kind of special, you know? That's my ego talking for sure. But I mean, it's like, it's like, when there's a baby crying and they don't want to be held by anyone, but you, when you carry them, they stop crying. It's that kind of ordeal. For me, in my mind, at least. It's such a, I was going to say sentimental feeling, which I think is true, but there's another word that I was kind of looking for. I don't know. It's <laughs> like a positive feeling, but positive's not the word I was looking for either. Kind of empowering. I don't know. That's not necessarily the word I was looking for either, but I'm I, I'm getting a little warmer with each word that I say. <laughs> uh, empowering, but like when the baby wants no one else but you, it makes you feel a little special. That's the word I was looking for. Such an easy word, I feel like, but I, it just wasn't coming to mind at first. It makes you feel special. And I think, I feel like I said that already. Like when I was talking about the cat, meeting a shy cat and they like you and they want to be around you, it makes you feel special. My cat is pretty sassy and we don't really have too many visitors. She is quite curious though, so she likes to watch from afar at the very least. However, like actually approaching people and like rubbing up against their leg that's not something that i've seen her do she just likes to watch from afar so i guess earning her love and her being interested in you or like me personally i guess is in a bit is a bit of an achievement as well because if they're very selective of who they show their affection to it's a special moment. It's a special little bond. I love it. I think it's so cute. But I can go on and talk about cats all day. Uh, I've become that gal now. 
it's it's just part of my personality i guess <laughs> dig it or leave it anyway let's get on with the intro shall we hello 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 and welcome to kaylin's corner i'm your host kaylin and this is my corner of the internet where i talk about anything and everything that comes to mind thank you for joining me and i hope this finds you well my voice is a bit raspy i'm noticing and it's um it's bothering me a little bit i don't know what it is some people like raspy voices and i will agree like i don't know the little the little bit of rasp in the voice does something but me personally i don't like hearing i don't necessarily like hearing my voice played back and hearing my voice played back raspy i don't know it gets me feeling some type of way not necessarily good but it's me so who am i supposed to be mad at (laughs) myself i i mean i could turn on my customer service voice oh my god doing a whole episode on the customer service voice Hmm. i don't know if i've ever really used my customer service voice while talking on here like i'll do i'll do an example and maybe I'll be able to tell, like have like a little internal flashback moment. But like, say I'm at work and then we're getting a call and I and I am the unfortunate soul to have to pick it up because me personally, I'm not a fan of making phone calls unless I'm calling a friend. But even then, sometimes I feel like, I don't know, a little awkward, like, yuck. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but... Anyway, so let's say someone's calling my place of employment. Okay, hold on. (laughs) And I have to pick up the phone. Thank you for calling my place of employment. This is Kaylin speaking. How can I help you? I don't think I've ever used that voice on here. And I think it's kind of funny that I say that voice as if I have a ton of different voices to choose from. It's just me. (laughs) I'm still the same gal. But, you know, tone of voice and things does change. Like how the words come across. I don't know. Customer service voice is very friendly. Right now, I'd say I'm using, like, my usual speaking voice. Although, on top of my voice being kind of raspy, I am still recovering from being sick. I don't know what I am slash was currently sick from. Because I do feel like it's going away. I've just been like congested and had a lot of mucus build up, you know. Coughing too. Oh my God. The coughing fits at work while in the middle of interactions with customers. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. At least for me. I don't know. But I feel like I can get embarrassed over any little thing. So. <laughs> mm. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. Wow. That was a big one. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, No, because sometimes I'll be in the middle of an interaction with a customer and I think I'll accidentally like inhale my saliva while I'm talking. Talk about silly. And I'll just fucking be choking up. Like my, I can feel the tears building up in my eyes and my body just wants to cough like crazy, but I feel rude and also kind of icky coughing in front of customers like crazy because, well, I think it's because of the whole pandemic that has happened. It feels weird to be sick in front of people. 
like I feel like people will look at me differently like they'll look at me with the ick when they see me cough maybe that's because that's how I feel when I see people cough but to be fair a lot of the times when I do see people cough they're like coughing out, coughing out loud essentially like not covering their mouth and it drives me up the wall like keep your germs to yourself truly and honestly you'll only ever catch me coughing out loud if I'm choking I don't know if coughing out loud is the right way to phrase that but I feel like it makes sense like I'm not covering my cough like and I feel like when you cover your cough you mute it a little bit I don't know about you but I can hear the difference between someone coughing aloud versus when they cough and cover their mouth I feel like it's easy to kind of tell the difference but then again not everyone has the same experience like did you know that there is a difference in sound between hot water and cold water being poured or even coming out of the sink out of the faucet whatever there's a difference in sound between hot and cold water which i think is so cool and i don't really remember like the scientific reason i guess i could just google it and read what google has to say but from my understanding like when there's a buildup of heat it's like the particles are moving faster and so the sound is just um lighter i guess and then when the water is colder the molecules are moving slower and like you know ice is frozen water but you know it has well it does have a higher density than water I don't know. Well, it's also still in its liquid state. So I I don't know. In comparison to hot water, like it just it's a little more dense. The water is not moving as fast. This is just what my brain is scrambling up right now. So maybe I should just um <laughs> Google it, right? But like how do I phrase that into the Google search bar? Uh, 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 I put in scientific explanation for hot water and mm, I feel a sneeze coming. Someone must be talking about me. How does hot water sound different than cold water? Hot and cold water both produce the same frequencies, but with different strengths. Okay. When cold water is poured, the dominant sound is the vibration of the container and water. Whereas when hot water is poured, the resonance of the air is the dominant sound. Huh. The resonance of the air. Okay. But... Oh, okay, so there's another tab on in the search results, and there's a question. It says, can people tell the difference between hot and cold water? And then it's the answer is, so they did an experiment. They played sounds of hot and cold water being poured into glasses and asked people to guess, hot or cold. The results were kind of insane. 96 of people can tell the difference between hot and cold just by the sound that's pretty cool that's pretty cool 
oh my goodness okay wait there's an sorry i'm getting like excited as i read more about this i like to learn things but sometimes like school doesn't feel like my thing but that's a different topic anyway it says does hot water have more volume than cold it says and then the answer reads a decrease in temperature caused the water molecules to lose energy and slow down, which results in water molecules that are closer together and decrease in water volume. When water is heated, it expands or increases in volume. That makes sense. So kind of like what I was saying, I think. I didn't say the expansion part. I definitely know that. But, like, you know, the molecules slowing down and when the water temperature is lower yeah i did did say something along those lines so my brain was on the right track that's pretty cool and i guess that really answers um the question that i had so the expansion of the molecules when they're hot uh but that uh, that's the volume thing i still feel like it answers my question like for the scientific reasoning behind why it sounds different but no because that's still talking about the volume d d d d d can humans hear water temperature see that's a very specific question and i feel like i don't know i mean i guess it makes sense for the sound to be different at different temperatures but to be able to hear it and be like that water is at 150 degrees fahrenheit like excuse me i don't know perhaps that's a talent that someone has but i feel like that's hmm it feels a little a little a little too specific to be done but I'm sure with enough effort, someone could train themselves to do so. Although I don't know how that would be very useful in a day-to-day life. I don't know. At least for me, it's not something that I would need. But perhaps there's someone else who would. Mm. Who am I to judge? But anyway, that's... um, mm. That's that on that, I guess. A little bit of a weird tangent to go on. But I thought it was cool. And that, that's not something that everyone can do. And also that study, who knows how many people even engaged in that. And it's also like just a small subsection of the human population as a whole. So I don't know. Can you hear the difference in water temperature? Like, can you hear hold on let me figure out how to phrase this (laughs) can you tell if the water is hot or cold just by the sound of it because i can and i know that's not something that everyone can do but just a little curious i'm a curious gal what can i say that'd be fun another fun fact that i know uh that the word yawn is contagious like seeing hearing seeing or hearing the word yawn will make you want to yawn or even hearing someone yawn will make you want to yawn 
This is something that I learned in my psychology class. Couldn't remember which one. I couldn't tell you. I took quite a few. But I thought that was so interesting. Like just seeing someone <laughs> just seeing someone yawn will make you want to yawn. And ah oh, damn, I don't remember where Oh, oh, I remember now. I was listening to the Unfiltered podcast the other day. I think it was yesterday. And uh, they were talking about, it was like right in the beginning of the episode too, uh, about how when you see someone throw up, like it makes you want to throw up because your body is like, uh-oh, we're in danger. Like something made them sick. So maybe we're sick too. Let's empty out the system so we can prevent that kind of thing. <laughs> But it made, but they also had mentioned like, um, <laughs> imagine like smell. Oh, wait, no, it was the smell. Okay. Smelling vomit can make you want to vomit because your body kind of, your body's instinct is to like empty itself out because it's like, oh, someone else was sick. Maybe we're sick too to prevent that. Uh, to prevent us from dying, let's just excrete all the uh, all the food or whatever in our stomachs kind of thing. I don't know. You'd have to go listen to their latest episode. I'm pretty sure that's the one that I was listening to that they were talking about this in. But they had also mentioned, um, <laughs> like, imagine if you smelled poop, it would make you want to poop. <laughs> I don't know why that I thought that was so funny. Excuse me. Because working at a daycare would be horrific. Horrific. Imagine changing a diaper and like you're falling to your knees because you have to take a shit. Like that'd be outrageous. Maybe not falling to your knees. That's a bit dramatic. But like, you know, clenching just from changing one kid's diaper and yeah, you know how daycares be full of kids. Or like being a janitor and having to clean up after some nasty who doesn't know how to flush the toilet. Someone who doesn't know how to use the bathroom, apparently. I honestly, like people are just so gross. I never understood why people had to leave bathrooms disgusting. Like just because it's not your personal bathroom doesn't mean that you have to violate the space you know like take your shit and flush it too what the hell is wrong with you like you're doing everyone a disservice by leaving it this way i don't understand there's and maybe it's just because that's the kind of person i am but like what in your what in someone's right mind could make them like take a shit and just fucking leave it there or like oh i've heard horror stories of like there people going to clean bathrooms and there'd be like shit smeared on the wall like how what kind what demons are inside you that you're that's possessing you to do things like this i really don't understand but again not my life experience so i guess i just might never understand like, I understand the embarrassment of it all, but, like, how does that even happen to begin with? That, 
I don't know. I don't know, man. I just live here. I live on this planet just like anyone else does. And there's just, I don't know, so many things in the day-to-day that astound me. Like that. I don't know. People, people will be people, I guess. But at what cost? At my sanity. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Working retail has really made me question how some people are able to get around and just exist on a day-to-day basis. Like, like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say it. I don't think there's such thing as a dumb question, but also, like, it depends on the context, I guess. Because if you ask me a question and then I answer it, well, I guess it's maybe just a lack of understanding. Like, maybe I didn't explain it in a way that makes sense to them. Because everyone is different, and they learn and interpret things based on their own experiences and their own personal knowledge. So I can't really be too harsh and judgmental. But at the same time, it's like, how many times have we been through this? I don't know. I think I'm thinking of something a little too specific. But I feel like we, I feel like most people have had an experience like that where it's like, we go through this all the time and you're still asking me the same question. Well, maybe if you've worked like retail or had to work with the public in such a way, the general public in such a way, perhaps you understand. But it's like, bro, like how many times do we have to go? <laughs> it's like that uh, in SpongeBob, that <laughs> in that episode, damn. I don't remember what was going on, but there was that old crusty fish with the with the glasses, and then I think it was like the blue angry fish. It's like, how many times do we have to tell you, old man? And they go and beat him up or something. I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but that's what that reminded me of. <laughs> um, thanks for the memories, even though they weren't so great. I haven't listened to Fall Out Boy in such a long time. Have they even released music recently? Now I'm a little bit curious. Now I'm a little... Oh, I clicked on the wrong suggestion. Oops. Fall Out Boy. So much for Stardust Edit. Oh, they released something on January 31st. Stop playing with them. Their last album was 2015? No. Oh, no. That's just... Oh, their popular releases. I see. My bad. They... Believers Never Die. I don't want to go through their discography right now, but... High School Me used to love listening to Fall Out Boy. American Beauty and slash American Psycho. Stop playing with them. That's un- that's one of the albums I feel like is really good. Like just in general, like talking about music albums. That's an album that I can listen to front to back for sure. Like stop playing with them. Irresistible. What a way to start off. Centuries is really good. Uma Thurman. Oh my god, I'm having 
a little bit of a flashback. And twin skeletons, in parentheses, hotel in New York City. I feel the sneeze coming. <clears throat> I wonder who's talking about me. <clears throat> Such a good way to end the album. It's only 39 minutes long, but it's short and sweet. It's a masterpiece, if, you, if I do say so myself. There are not too many albums that I think are like playable from front to back, no skips, but American Beauty slash American Psycho is definitely one of them, I have to say. Oh my god, there's so many compilations, so many releases under their um, discography here. But I'm not going to go through it. I was just a little curious as to if they released anything recently. And they have. So maybe I'll give it a listen and see how they evolved over time. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but in recent news, I went to Level 99 here in Providence. I don't know if you guys have heard of this place, but uh, it opened up pretty recently so it's still quite new but i went with some friends and i had such a blast we were there for a couple of hours but it was so fun uh it, if you've never heard of it uh, it's kind of like a big game room kind of thing like you get these wristbands and they're quite necessary for literally just to play games around the place. And then you can pay for however long you're going to be there, whether it's all day or just a couple hours. They have their rates there, whatever. Um, but there's like different rooms and like physical activities that you can play. Like there's mind games and like, um, hmm, hmm. excuse me. That was like a silent burp. You forget, do you ever get those? They kind of annoy me, not going to hold you, because what was the point of the gas if it wasn't going to make a sound? I don't know. That's just me. Anyway, I'm steering off, I'm steering off topic. But, um, yeah, it's so fun. I don't really know. Uh I don't want to say whatever, whatever. It was a really fun time. What was I even saying? They have like different obstacles, like, like big. <laughs> I'm trying to find the words to explain it properly. So there are different games all throughout the area. There are games that you can play or that like everyone sees you like obstacle course kind of thing well they're not all obstacle courses the one that i'm thinking of specifically that's making me say obstacle course there's like this sword swinging game and you tap into play like you have to tap your badge and then hit the play button and there's these swords and a straight path it's pretty narrow too like one foot at a time type beat but yeah, you hit play and the sword starts swinging and you have to make it across and hit the button without fall getting knocked over, getting hit by the swords or hitting like or stepping on outside of the the gray area, which is the straight beam 
that you have to walk on. Um, it took me a couple tries, but I did do it, and I did it in under 10 seconds. I think my time was like 7.41 seconds. So, not to flex or anything, damn. I feel like I sounded like I was trying to flex, but no. Uh, you kind of, my approach to the game was waiting for the the swords or the axes they're not swords they're axes to go in full swing because then it gives you more time to well maybe not full swing but like you know a mightier swing uh because it gives you more time to go across the beam like you can pass by more axes when they have to swing farther out that's how i approached it and it worked for me, so maybe it'll work for you. If you do go, give it a try. I think it's fun, but it's a little... I don't, I don't want to say humiliating when you lose, but like it can be because it's out in the open for everyone to see. And like that's what I was getting at. There are games like that that are out in the open for everyone to see you play. And then there are also games in different rooms uh, that you play with other people. They're not really solo games. So, well, I mean, I guess the room will determine the intensity based on how many people are going in. I'm not sure, like, the maximum amount of people that you can go with, but I feel like you can go with a, a decent group of people. Maybe, I feel like a group of four would be best at least for some of the rooms, some of the games that they have. But it was a really cool and fun experience. It's a little bit on the pricier side for, like, things to do. But, like, that's everything in this economy. So, I don't know. Go at your own... I don't want to say go at your own risk because that makes it sound dangerous. I don't think it's dangerous. It's pretty clean in there. It's nice. The staff is very friendly. And I did enjoy my time there with my friends. So I do recommend going if it's something that you've thought about doing or if something that you're interested in. Um, yeah, that's kind of my little... No, actually, I was going to say that's kind of my little review, but it's not because we did also get food there. And I did also get some drinks. Again, I feel like it's a little bit on the pricier side, but the food was pretty good. The drinks were good, too. They're kind of fancy schmancy with it. I do have some pictures and things. Uh, hmm. Perhaps I will post some somewhere. I got... Hmm. What did I get? I feel like I have to look at the menu to remember what these things are called. So let me do that. Let's look. Well, let's see if you can find the menu. A first of its kind social gaming playground featuring over 50 real world physical and mental challenges and games, craft drinks, and elevated dining. I'm on their website right now. If you didn't notice, uh, that was the first thing that came up to their website. I should have tried the pizza. They have Detroit-style pizza, and I love Detroit-style pizza. It's, it has a special place in my heart. 
And I clicked on their the menu to look at it, and it says award-winning Detroit-style pizza, farm-to-table all-American Wagyu burgers. Another thing I want to try: house-made fries, beer kegged a week ago, top-shelf one-of-a-kind cocktails. I did try two cocktails. Um, again, I need to let's look at the menu. Get me to the menu. I don't want to make a reservation. Here it is. This is. So for food, I tried the birria French dip. And it is short rib birria, cheesy fried frico, telera roll, onion, cilantro, cilantro, radish, mayo, aromatic chili, and a broth for dipping. It was pretty good. It was pretty good, if I do say so myself. I did enjoy it. Would I get it again? Perhaps not. Not really. I don't know. It was a little bit... I don't know. Would I try it again? Sure. On a different day. Perhaps once I try other things on the menu that I want to try. I was thinking about trying the pizza. But then I saw the birria, and I was like, I... I gotta try it. I don't know. There's just something about me and Beria that I get a little attracted to, I guess you can say. <laughs> uh, okay, so this was the food menu. Oh, and I also did try their sticky chicken wings. And it has gochujang, cilantro, pickled vegetables, sesame, and ranch. The ranch that they served with these um chicken wings was like a little green or was it served with i don't know hold on now i gotta look at the picture e so many pictures of the kitty cat it was good i will say not my favorite um sticky wings that i've had though would i get it again perhaps not but um it was all right. The first drink that I got, damn, I don't even have a picture of it. Oh, uh, it was so pretty. Shit, it was like blueberry something. Hold on, now I gotta. We're oh, I went a little too far back. Gosh darn it! Mm-mm-mm. Fighting for my life to to. F- oh, never mind. I found it craft cocktails so i tried the blueberry mint cooler which is local london gin blueberry lemon mint and soda it says fruit forward and dangerously crushable and i do agree it is very fruit forward and dangerously crushable because i maybe no i was gonna say maybe it's because i was really thirsty but we hadn't even done anything at that point so I wouldn't say that, but it was dangerously crushable. I was able to finish that drink pretty fast. I also tried the Pineapple Express. It's infused pineapple rum, lime, blood orange, ginger beer. It was pretty good. I did enjoy, although it was a bit smaller than I thought. But I wouldn't say it necessarily tasted much like pineapple. Maybe it's because I was getting like the blood orange ginger beer, like that was the flavor that I was getting a bit more 
it was beautiful it came with like a little flower garnished on top it was really pretty it was a pretty drink well it was mostly the flower because now that i'm looking at the picture now that i'm looking back at the picture um it was the little garnish that made it really pretty but the drink was still good and it was pretty refreshing if you ask me and for dessert because you know i can't skip out on dessert I have such the sweet tooth. My friends and I shared this monkey bread. It was really good. It kind of tasted like a cinnamon roll. And it also came with ice cream on top and some nuts. I think they're pecans or pecans, however you pronounce it. I pronounce it as pecans. Hate me if you want. I don't know. But it was really good. Um very much shareable the portion is freaking huge that's another thing too the food portions are pretty are not pretty good they're very good for um for food because not all places have big food portions i feel like i was able to fill up um my sandwich and fries they did come with fries they're house made as they said i think i mentioned that from reading it off the menu but the portions are good. I was we were pretty torn between trying the monkey bread and the brownie. I believe is um the other thing. Oh, I don't see hello. I don't see the dessert on the menu. I think the dessert was like its own little tiny menu and I cannot find it on here. But they have a picture of what looks to be the brownie on the website, and it looks phenomenal. I would love to try. It also comes with ice cream and caramel on top, it looks like. And some nuts might also be pecans, pecans. Why did I say pecans when I don't normally say pecans? I don't know. Anyway, um, the portion was great. It was a lot of bread. I ate a lot of bread. <laughs> so i filled up pretty fast but it was delicious i feel like it could have came with a little more ice cream the bread to ice cream ratio wasn't the best it could have been better for sure but you know they're still fresh and new so there's always room to improve even if it wasn't fresh and new there would still be room to improve you know best to improve at the beginning when uh a lot of people are trying it for the first time because if people are trying things for the first time and they don't have the best experience they may never come back like me personally i believe i said this in the very last episode but like it, i'll spend a pretty penny on food i don't mind but if i do and the food isn't good to me at least i mean yeah i'm the one paying for it whatever anyway that's besides the point <laughs> if i don't like the food you'll never see my face again i'm sorry maybe after a while and i've heard good things and i see good reviews perhaps i'll go and try it again but like usually in my mind it's kind of made up then and there like i gave you a try i'm not really a fan it's not for me and that's okay maybe next time maybe after some time passes 
things will improve, things will get better, and I'll give it another try. I'll try anything once. Yeah, I'll try anything once, really. Uh, will I be scared to do it? Yeah, but I'll still do it anyway. Fuck it. What's life without a little bit of nervousness and fear, you know? Because you can't be comfortable all the time as much as it would be nice. But if you're always comfortable, then how do you grow? You need some discomfort to step out of your shell and things like that, you know? So, yeah, it was a new experience for me because it's not something that I've experienced. Like, I've never experienced anything like it, I want to say. Because, yeah, it's kind of like a big game room, but it's not the same as, like, a game room, like an arcade, like an arcade or going to Dave & Buster's. Because, you know, they're, the machines are there and, like, you're playing them, but it's not as interactive as the Level 99 experiences. So, it's cool. I enjoyed it. And I can't wait to go again because I will be going again. When when our schedules align, perhaps, whenever that may be. But, you know, if it's something that you thought about or you're interested in, I do recommend going. Give it a try. But make sure you have the funds for it because it can add up kind of fast, I feel like. So, yeah, there's that. Um <laughs> You know, what's funny is, well, maybe not funny. I feel like a little crazy. We were there for a few hours. Granted, we did spend a bit of time eating, which, I mean, like, you can't run around on an empty stomach. Well, I mean, you can, but you won't do it well, I feel like. At least for me, that's just me speaking. But we didn't even get to go in all the rooms. And there were still rooms that are not available yet. Like the games are still under construction kind of thing. So we wouldn't have been able to go to all the rooms even if we wanted to. But there are so many different games and things to try. It was pretty cool. And I didn't realize that the mall had that much space in it. For like a... Not an event. But for, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, For like an activity center like that. Like, I don't know. I always forget how vast the mall is. Like, yeah, walk. I can walk down one end to the other. It's fucking huge. But like, this was in the middle of the mall. It's where the JCPenney used to be, I guess, and that JCPenney closed, like, years ago, like a decade ago, I think it was. But even still, like, holy cow. I don't know. I feel like my sense of space is a little warped. I don't know. What's big for me may not be big for other people. Maybe other people have experienced spaces that are much larger it's like going to a football stadium. Like you can see, you can watch football on TV and see the crowd, and it's like, whoa, there's so many people there. The stadium is so big. But I feel like it's not until you actually experience that being in the stadium with all the people filling it that you realize just how big 
it is. It makes me think about how truly small we are in the world (laughs) at large. I don't know. It's something that I kind of forget about. Maybe it's because I'm just on the ground so much in my usual, I don't know, like safe spaces, I guess you can say, that I forget about just how vast this place is. I don't know. Something to think about. I think it's a little silly that I used the football stadium as an example because I have never even been to one. I've never been to a football game, but I'm not really a sports kind of gal, to be honest. I know there are people who live for that and they're diehard fans, but me, just, I'm not that gal. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. And I truly am not. I never really take an interest in sports and even watching. I used to watch the Super Bowl, but just for the halftime. I never watched the game. I just waited until it was the halftime show and I would put it on and watch. But even now, like, I don't even do that anymore. I haven't watched the Super Bowl halftime in years. The last one I remember seeing on TV, I think, was the Bruno Mars performance. What year was that? Let's see. 2016? 2014! Wait, hold on. Oh, wait, he did multiple? Hold on. 2016 was Coldplay, Beyonce, Bruno Mars. 2015 was Katy Perry. Okay, well, I wasn't asking about Katy Perry. Lenny, well, sorry, not to like single her out because there are other artists here. Anyway, he performed in 2016 and in 2014. I think it was the 2016, yep, because that's the one with Beyonce. And Red Hot Chili Peppers, I don't remember seeing them on. So I think it was the 2016 halftime 2016 was such a year it was well the summer of 2016 was a little bit depressing for me but that's just me personally i just recall so many people talking about 2016 especially summer of 2016 as being such like an epic an epic summer an epic year there's just something in the air that made it so much different and damn, not to get like depressing or anything, but I always thought it was ironic that everyone else was having such a good and fun time that summer or that year, and I was just having, I was just miserable. <laughs> I was just a 16 year old girl living her life, but it wasn't uh, necessarily a fun time for me, I'm afraid. But you know, we've learned things and have grown since then. So we're not really falling back into that pattern. We're just reflecting on that experience, at least. But yeah, I don't know. I always thought it was a little bit ironic that everyone is having such a grand old fun old time. And I was to be a little dramatic suffering (laughs) because I do like to be a little dramatic sometimes nothing wrong with that right (laughs) but yeah i don't know things are looking up though things have gotten better and that's what we love to see progress is progress is progress any little bit 
I was gonna say any little bit helps, and I guess that's one way to say it, but like it's better to have a little tiny bit of progress than to stay stagnant. Because then you're not really growing or learning anything. You're kind of just stuck in the same place. And sometimes it feels comfortable and nice, but that doesn't mean that it's the best thing for you. You know, Uh, sometimes comfort is, I don't want to say comfort is the thief of joy because, well, that's not the saying. The saying that I'm thinking of anyway is comparison is the thief of joy which i do feel like is true but comfort is like comfort is the thief of growth really is once you become a little too comfortable you don't want to grow you don't want to change you want things to stay the same and as nice as that would be like just thought wise i guess it's not necessarily the best thing for you because time goes on time stops for no one and change is inevitable so you either have to get with it or get out and that means coming out of your comfort zone fortunately and unfortunately whichever way you want to see it but it's best to look at it in a positive light right because then You'll just continue to grow and then you'll become comfortable with the growth that you make on a day-to-day basis or a week-to-week basis or a month-to-month basis, however you want to split it up and look at it. But, you know, it is, it's a necessary thing. It's going to happen whether you want to, whether you want it to or not. So whether you accept it is up to you, but it's one of those things for sure that you just have to become accustomed to whether you want to or not not to get like all deep (laughs) but you know uh yeah i think it's one of those things and i definitely have said it a, a couple of times while talking on here but it is true i think anyway uh yeah i hope that helped (laughs) uh maybe it made you think ponder a little bit to get out of your comfort zone if there's something that you've been thinking about doing but have just been too scared to do it just give it a try what do you really have to lose like you can keep thinking and wondering like what if what if but you'll never know until you try and maybe the outcome isn't what you want or expect but At least you can say you tried and you don't have to keep on wondering about what if, you know, just don't hurt yourself or, well, you may hurt yourself, like your feelings may get hurt or something in the end, but where was I going with this? Damn, I didn't mean to to cut off the deep train of thought I had there. Oh, I was going to say just don't hurt yourself or anyone else in the process and i think you'll be okay just speak your truth let it be known there's no point in lying or hiding it because the truth always comes out whether it be now or sometime in the future you'd still be deemed a liar 
So, you know, do with that information as you will. But as long as you do your best and you don't intend to hurt or harm anyone, I don't see. Why not go for it? Why not give it a try? Because it'll all work out in the end. Even if it's not how you would like it to work out, it'll work out. So, you know, give it a try. It's okay to be scared. Nobody really knows what they're doing anyway. At least I don't. I'm just vibing. Just going with the flow. But that's me. Uh, I don't know. But you do what you want, inevitably. Mm -hmm. It's up to you. It's all a matter of choices. You just pick what you want to do. There's nothing wrong with that. But anyway, I hope that helped. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. I'm going to end things here. Thank you so much for listening to me today. I hope this found you well. I hope you do better if you're not feeling well. And until next time, bye.